Hi, I'm Lippy. And I'm Grumpy. Together, we're Lippy and Grumpy Do Podcasting. In this episode, Black Pudding Shock, more from Davros, Imperial Leather Soap and an extended guest feature on the joy of camping. I did notice I made a slight mistake last week. Oh, I got you? Yes, I did. I kept putting IIS instead of ISS. IIS is a Microsoft software product mm. that runs websites. And ISS is the International Space Station. And oh. I did mean the International Space Station. So mm. I know a couple of tags went out with IIS. So Oops. if you were expecting something really interesting about Microsoft web servers and you just got our prattle, then I do apologise very much. Is there anything exciting about... Microsoft web services, whatever it was. Well, there is if you like looking at websites. Yes. If you like shopping, for example, online. Oh, I do like shopping online. <laughs> they're like, don't knock the tech. My <laughs> advice there, because fair somebody point, will turn point. it off and that'll be it. Yes. Mm-hmm. I also had a complaint about the drumming in the uh, last episode. Oh. Apparently it was a bit loud and it came on very suddenly. Oh, no warning. No shock warning there. No shock warning. I can only imagine the individual was just sort of having a mid-morning nap when he was listening to it. So uh, uh, I, I'm actually, I'm not going to apologise for that. No. If you're having a mid-morning nap, what? Oh, boy, you're the queen of naps. You should know about that. I don't nap too much anymore, actually. I struggle. Yes. But I still go to bed at like eight o'clock, so... Well, don't we all? Uh, and actually, the same individual was in a, a team meeting I was in uh, on Zoom. And I suddenly heard the words, Nige, I like black pudding too. <laughs> so we, That's we, probably not what you expected. I, no, it did. It was a bit of a shock. And people go, what's she going on about? So, <laughs> hey ho. And we've had a bit more from Davros. who we seems have. to have taken his, uh, his nickname quite well. He started the email with the voice of Scarrow, which <laughs> I thought was a genre of music. Isn't that also like a little dragon thing? Oh, I don't know. It sounds like it could be. There's like it's a little purple dragon. It's a game. Oh, I don't know. It probably isn't what he was referring to, but I'm sure there was a game that had a little purple dragon called that. Something in the back of my mind. Spyro. Yes, there was something called Spyro, Mm. wasn't there? I think Scaro may be the planet that the Daleks originate from. I'm sure we'll get another email over the weekend. Yes, that makes sense. Excellent. And again, he's, he's sent through quite an extensive list. Um, and apparently we got into a bit of a mix-up between Norse and Greek mythology. I know. When I, I was actually very disappointed in myself when I saw that. Because obviously Odin is like the dad god. Oh, how did I forget that? Zeus is the other disappointed. Well, possibly. My view on it was, and my take on these things, is it's all a myth. So how could what we said be wrong? Because it's in the movies. No, well, that doesn't make it right, does it? Yeah, but it's still, there still is a natural order in myths. You're not going to mix, like, a turtle or a slug turning into a fish with Adam and Eve, are you? They're two, well, I'm not going to start that conversation, actually. <laughs> I, I think you're going down a very, very dodgy rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to stop right there. Just stop there. Uh, all I can say is we apologise deeply, and actually, I don't really care. So, that's <laughs> He then does go into a number of other subjects that we just cannot repeat on the, on this podcast, unfortunately. Uh, but he's suggesting a trip to the zoo wearing our respective bamboo garments, which is quite, uh, quite I'll, interesting. I'll um, opt out of that. You guys go yep. ahead. I think that's very, very good. And I have to say, I did wear the bamboo underpants on 
Friday, so mm. Friday the 13th when the last podcast went out, yeah. and I can't get over how soft they are. Uh, it's, it's bizarre. It, it, your head starts to explode when mm. you think about it. But um, yes. well, we'll see. When we go on a long walk into shorts, then um, that's the acid test as far mm. as I'm concerned. I also um, got a picture of the Panda advertising bamboo products. So I uh, will pop that on our Instagram as well. Excellent. Um, it is a bit cruel. There's a panda on the bamboo. It, it does seem a bit odd. paper. It one. does seem a little bit odd. But, it, you know, so I suppose it's no different from the current Kentucky Fried Chicken advert that has chickens on it. And I think that's a bit odd. But um, hey-ho. But I, I but suspect... the chicken is the thing, so... Yes, I know, but it just seemed a bit cruel in some ways. Yeah. I know I suspect that Davros will again email us and maybe this will become a regular spot. Maybe we could do a, a bit of guesting. Yeah. <laughs> the words of Davros every week. <laughs> yes, yeah, the voice of Scaro, as he quite likes to say. Now, you've not had a particularly busy week, I hear. I have not. Ever since I was offered my job, woo, I... I've decided I'm on holiday mode now until I actually get a start date, which apparently for the particular role takes a while. <laughs> My friend recently joined the same organisation but a different location and said it took her two and a half weeks from the offer date to the start date. So I'm looking at another week, week and a half. That was pretty good. Well, that'll give you a chance to do some laundry, catch up on the washing up. Or just watch Grey's Anatomy all day, every day, which is what I've been doing. I'm very far behind and I finally caught up and it's very dramatic. Well, the skills are transferable. They are. That's how I know everything to do with my first aid. And I assisted on a roadside car hit by... Yes, you did, didn't you? That's a joke. I do always have first aid training. I didn't just turn up thinking that watching Grey's Anatomy was going to <laughs> help <laughs> with, a, with a knife. Well, as long as you did whip a biro out, take the middle out and then plunge it into his, um, oh God, his um, breathing pipe, whatever that bit's called. Trachea. Trachea. Breathing pipe sounds better. Yeah, yeah. it does. Sounds less scary. And sort of following on from last week, we did both try a Santa Yum Nut at various Dang times it. last week, which I think we agreed was... was very delightful. It was delightful, although I, having eaten one, I then did feel the urge to buy another car due to the sugar. Uh, oh god! Very oh my god! Yes. Uh, I was. In fact, I think two days later, I was. I was looking at something completely ridiculous. So it did last quite a long while. Yeah, it wasn't so much the sugar I realised, but afterwards I had a bit of a headache, and I was like, "Why?" <laughs> there was a lot of sugar in them. There was for a sure. lot of sugar. Yeah, and I, I'm not used to eating a great deal, but uh, very nice as a treat. Thank you, Master mm. Spencer, and thank you for the uh, hilarity with the name. Yeah, <laughs> they have a whole range. It's not just Santa's yum nuts. There's lots of yum nuts. There's sprinkled yum nuts. <laughs> mm, well, I might have to go and try a few more. You can get original yum nuts. Mm. Mm, very good. And of course, we should have been marshalling at the jigsaw run on Sunday. Uh, obvious reasons that's been uh, postponed to the 28th of February, where it'll be even colder. Mm. and windier and possibly wetter i won't be able to attend so enjoy that one so hopefully that will run because that is a, is a good fundraiser for the jigsaw school it is yeah all good for charity all good it's all for charity so i discovered two things this week quite odd first one was to do with imperial leather soap and uh, i normally when we've had imperial leather soap for, for years i tend to buy it in bulk packs from a well-known can we just point site. out before you carry on is that you buy imperial leather soap bars. Yes, as opposed whereas to... Whereas 
as opposed to the squeezy shower gel, which oh, okay. the majority of the people will be thinking that's what you mean because nobody buys bars of soap anymore. Well, that's not true. That is definitely an old person thing well, to buy not, a bar it's of not soap. True. It, it's not true that nobody buys it because oh, I buy sorry. it. <laughs> Most people under the age of 40 don't buy bars of soap. Maybe we should do a poll then. Maybe we should. Yeah. I definitely what listening to Radio One, Chris and Scott do a segment where it's old things, things that you haven't heard of in a long time, and Bar of Soap was definitely on there the other day. So, I, see, I find that very odd because in as a generation that should be conscious about wastage and plastic use, unless you're refilling these containers, mm-hmm. soap is much much better. That's a very good point. Mend your ways. Mm. Yes. Anyway, back to the Imperial Leather Soap. Yes, yeah, So comes in, unfortunately, it comes in a little plastic <laughs> wrapper, which gets thrown away. And then it has a little label on it, and I've never known why that label's there. And, it, and I find it one. quite annoying when it's left on there, because the soap then starts to form this bizarre shape where it's not symmetrical. So I normally take it off, but apparently, and I don't know how true this is, the idea is, is that as the soap gets smaller, it tends to get stuck in the soap tray on the shower. Mm. That's a point. So if nobody's buying soap, why do showers come with a soap tray? They don't. They do. Well, the shower I fitted a few years ago at home has got a soap tray. That's, it's not so much a soap tray, it's just a little shelf. No, it's a, show, it's a soap tray. <laughs> well, I shall prove this by finding the instruction book and, and pointing this out. Anyway, back to the soap. If you turn the soap so it is label side down, there's yeah. minimum contact with the soap tray. Because it makes and it doesn't a get stuck. shape. It uh, well, it's a very odd shaped nipple, <laughs> rectangular. That's actually quite a good use for that. I, well, I don't know if it's true or not, but it actually does work. I have been trying it. I will post a picture of the soap in the soap tray uh, in our shower. Soap tray that we've had for years as well. well it's not that. Oh no, no. no, the one in the shower. No, it's I was not... thinking of the one in the bathroom. No, that's very old. That predates you. With the little seals on it. <laughs> yes, older than you. It works in there as well. And the other thing I discovered, the Doobie Brothers, who are a band from the 70s, mm-hmm. uh, who I love, I, they're cracking. I always thought they were brothers with a surname of Doobie. That would be the logical thing to think, I reckon. That would be logical. And I looked them up this week, and that's not the case whatsoever. Nobody in that band has a name called Doobie. Apparently they were struggling to come up with a name when they first started. And somebody (laughs) said, you keep smoking that stuff, Mm. obviously not cigarettes, why don't you call yourself the Doobie Brothers? So the founder members agreed. Unfortunately, one of them didn't know what a Doobie was. (laughs) It was some years before. Which isn't a bad thing. I suppose not, but you, you, yes, it would be confusing to people. But Mm. it's interesting how you can... Listen to a band over decades and not actually know they're not called Doobie. (laughs) And they're named after something else. (laughs) Yes, I'm now going to look up the Righteous Brothers because I'm not convinced they're called Righteous either. (laughs) Anyway, we have an extended segment this this week. Uh, We recorded this a couple of weeks ago with a guest called The Frozen Camper. And it went on rather longer than I suspected. It did, didn't it? We had a few stories. Yeah. Yes, quite a few stories in it, so uh, we're going to let it run. Now, Lippy, we're going to talk about something that we've done quite a lot of as a family, and that's camping and the joy of camping. And I thought it was appropriate to to introduce a seasoned camper and one that always appears to be cold 
so we've nicknamed her the Frozen Camper. Frozen Camper, welcome to the Lippian Grumpy welcome. Podcast. Thank you for having me. No, absolute pleasure. Now we've been camping down in Dorset for I Many reckon years. it's it's nearly twenty. No, probably not twenty years, but at least fifteen. Uh, most of that's been mm. in the same campsite. It has been in Teletubby Land. <laughs> It is a bit like Teletubby Land. It is the most uh, bizarre campsite you can imagine because there's virtually nowhere where it's flat. Uh, there's a tiny toilet block, but the views are cracking. The views are amazing, and the toilet block is a lot nicer than it was when we first used to attend. It improves, like, every year. They revamp. It didn't improve this year. It was closed. So uh, True. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't quite so good. And... In the camper van, as we now too old for a tent, uh, we had to break the no number two rule and and use the toilet to its full potential, which I'm pleased to say went very well. Thankfully, because it wouldn't have been good for you if <laughs> it hadn't no, gone well. No. Out of interest, does that mean in the future the number two rule is now available? Or <laughs> No, it doesn't. No. I feel like <laughs> there should be a little rhyme. You do a number two, you clean the loo. That's quite good, actually. Will that apply to you as well, Lippy? Uh, no, probably not, because I'm not very good at cleaning things. No, I, I found, I, I heard about this. <laughs> actually, kitchen, kitchen sink tra- traps, for example. Yes, yeah, it was a bit grimy, but it's all right. <laughs> it works. <laughs> talking about clearing up, whilst the frozen camper generally looks frozen, she's often doing the washing up. I've never mm. known somebody do as much washing up camping as as you do, Miss Frozen Camper. Tell you what, I get a sense of achievement out of washing up. <laughs> that's, that's that's good to hear, uh, because my, my office this morning looked like a teenager's bedroom. There was so much crockery <laughs> piled up. And that's only since first thing this morning, so that's that's not an accumulation every day. That's quite impressive. Do you not reuse your crockery, then? Not necessarily. Just give it a rinse and then... We hadn't made it downstairs. Oh, I see. Yeah, you made it to the sink. (laughs) So anyway, back to Actonfield Campsite, which is run by uh, Mr. and Mrs. Murray. And I think they've owned the farmland there for a very, very long time. Absolutely cracking. So overlooking Swanage itself and across to the Isle of Wight. And what was noticeable this year was how clear the Isle of Wight was. Mm, I remember uh, that. With the obviously reduced pollution from no planes and a little bit less traffic it was a bit less stunning. foggy it was less yeah less of a mm. haze than there has been in previous years yeah even though it was torrential raining like it always is when we turn yeah. up no no when <laughs> you turn up no when <laughs> you turn up lippy when you <laughs> turn, I up. turn up <laughs> absolutely Sorry. so what what i mean we've been going since you were quite quite young so what sort of memories have you got from from camping the tree, there's a, yes. a climbing, there was a climbing tree with a flat bit on the top that we always used to go and attempt to climb. Considering we're quite, I would say all of us are quite an accident prone bunch. <laughs> I think probably the frozen camper myself, most accident prone. Well, the frozen camper does tend to go for the Swanage burn at some point mm. during the break. Day one, to, even if it's raining. Generally day one. Goes, <laughs> That's goes. why it's so impressive. <laughs> Yes, go from quite pale to lobster red. I think that's fair to say. And then back to frozen again. <laughs> yeah, no tan in between. No. <laughs> it's kind of... Um, have you had those drumstick squishy sweets yet? Yes. It's like one of those. <laughs> that's what my arm looks like. <laughs> yeah. 
white at the top and pink at the bottom. Ah, yes, I see where you go with that now. (laughs) Another memory was we used to play 40-40 a lot in the sheep field next door. With all the the stingy nettles and the sheep poo. Was it 40-40? How do you play that? You hide in that game, don't you? I think the rules are quite straightforward, to be honest. (laughs) Unless you're hiding in a sheep, there's not many places to hide. And I'm pretty sure we used to play 40-40. I don't understand how we would have hid in a sheep field, but I just remember frantically running to get to the base to be like 40-40 out. Or in. 40-40 in. In, 40-40 in, indeed. Mm. Because the other thing you did in that sheep field was collect sufficient parts of a sh- sheep bones yes. to make one. Oh, why? I don't know why we did that. It's a bit creepy, to be honest. It was fun, but it's creepy. It was a bit weird. But of course, then what we did is brought the bones home and decided to clean them by boiling them. So there was this, I certainly don't try this one at home, a horrendous smell. I mean, it was worse than the pickled egg incident. Mm. where it's being boiled in vinegar or something really quite quite obnoxious uh it would be really quite unpleasant I so of course that. <laughs> we've had we've had many many adventures a lot of them sort of on the way to the square and compass pub and back again uh there's been as you've grown older some um uh more and more interesting uh shenanigans let's put it that way certainly on the way back um, and, and some epic walks as well from the campsite to square and compasses mm. um you know a trip that would take you 20 minutes in a straight line it takes two and a half hours because we've gone the very long way not just the long way very long way yeah all the way out to the point and round and back again yeah out to the coast guard point mm. and, and what else is out the coast guard point <laughs> i can't believe you can't remember this was on a quiz we did oh, a couple the, months ago it's what? the radar memorial that's the one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The spiky thing. The spiky thing, yes. <laughs> what we'll call and it. it. <laughs> it's thanks to radar that you two have mobile phones. But I get, like, French signal down there. Well, you need to not buy an iPhone. I think that's, that's <laughs> the only one thing. But, uh, actually, that's interesting. I've not had that for a good few years, actually. Um, Square Compasses is renowned for not having any signal whatsoever. And if you get it, then it is French. Yeah. This year there were those gentlemen that were trying to work out why their signal was in a weird language <laughs> for about 10 minutes and we were sat there like, it's French, it's French. <laughs> well, that's a combination of an iPhone and a supermarket SIM card, I think, might... Uh... How do you know? <laughs> I just guess That is it. no facts, that is. Well, we, well, the world doesn't seem to revolve on facts anymore, so... Uh, facts. No, it definitely doesn't, to be honest. <laughs> anyway, we're drifted into political talk. So Swanage itself, I mean, it's hardly changed really in Mm. 20 years there's some new buildings going up and some lovely renovation work and uh, we've been down there for regatta week a few years which has always been quite entertaining um, with uh, swimming competitions that was probably the most memorable (laughs) (laughs) there were a few incidents that we probably shouldn't talk about definitely just, just for charlotte's decency um during the actual swimming race i think the last bit was probably the best bit we all get out get wrapped up take our wetsuits off and stuff and and start putting dry clothes on all except one yes he who will not be named (laughs) just sat there in a towel getting colder and colder and wetter and wetter and i think this is probably the only time where the frozen camper wasn't the coldest person yeah very Mm -hmm. true yeah 
uh, that ended in a trip to A and E, didn't it? On it an did. ambulance. It, uh, well, in the coast guard. Coast guard. Coast guard. Coast guard. Oh yeah. yes. And then had to stay in the camper van overnight so that he didn't get cold. That was an excuse to stay in a warm camper van. <laughs> I think he went back to his mum's hotel room. I think we offered him a night in the uh, camper van and he, he said no because... He got a night in a hotel room. Got a night in a hotel and, and he had a nice breakfast as well, which mm. uh, which is always the mainstay of any camping trip, actually, is the breakfast. It and, is. Uh, we'll, we'll post a couple of photos of on Instagram of mm. uh, the massive paella pan breakfast that we have. Mm. The party grill. The party grill's not quite so big. That's that's very different. It's quite a staged breakfast, the party grill. It, mm. It's staged over many, many hours. Especially when you've got a big group of us. Every year we got a new bikini. Yes. Yeah, and we went back to that shop, didn't we? I don't think I've ever been in that shop. Have you not? No. Oh, it was like a tradition for us girls. Mm. It was stupidly expensive. <laughs> <laughs> But it's fine because when mum pays, it's no difference, does it? <laughs> the cost to material ratio is um, fairly poor, to be honest. Mm, yes, and also we always used to get like bikini and then matching um, board shorts. For some reason, we always used to have board shorts, and, and we always used to get and flip flops. Oh yeah, flip flops. Mm. So you have matching bikini, board shorts, and flip flops. Well, flip flops are the shoe choice of the devil. <laughs> Oh yeah, you do believe that, don't you? Well, I, I do because when you're when you're under canvas in a tent and somebody decides to go to the toilet from one side of the campsite down to the toilet block, mm. and they're wearing flip flops, all you hear at three o'clock in the morning is flip flop, flip flop, flip flop, flop, flip flop, flip flop, flip flop, and then about five <laughs> minutes later, flip flop, 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 which is really annoying, really annoying. Yeah. Why can't they use a bucket? We used to use a bucket when we first went, didn't we? We did. In the middle of the podded tent. We did. We had a, an orange bucket from B&Q. Mm. And we took it, we, when we were in France camping, took it to rinse it out. And I left it under the, the sinks, outdoor mm. sinks. Got back to the tent, realised I've gotten it. By the time I got back to the sinks, it had gone. So somebody <laughs> took our oh. wee bucket completely oblivious exactly no idea it was a wee bucket well that is karma for you <laughs> let's hope they didn't use it to pour water over their heads or let's hope they did that would be quite funny actually it would be yes <laughs> yes or brine a turkey that would be Ooh. quite a small turkey though i can't imagine many people are brining turkeys whilst they're camping it's your posh camping dinner yeah <laughs> yeah i have i have cooked a whole chicken whilst we were away in, that's in that's Colorado. slightly different, I still think. It is, and I didn't brine it. You didn't brine uh, it? I don't think I've ever There's always next chicken. year. <laughs> there is always next year. I'm about brining chickens. I think we may have got off topic slightly there. So I wanted to discuss the shower situation. Oh, we didn't talk about showers. Excellent. Yes, good good one. So okay. off you go. So in Actonfield, we pay 20p for three minutes. With inflation, that has gone up. I'm sure it used to be like five minutes for 20p. I don't remember, to be honest. <laughs> I, yeah, the, the timing went down, definitely. Um, yeah. I I had... Oh, no, I do remember. Because I used to be a one one twenty p and now it's a bit hit exactly. and miss. So now it's a struggle. Mm. Three minutes to completely showers, which pushes then us up to spending 40p for six minutes. 
But then I remember the days where we would also go for a nine-minute shower and oh. have a good, good luxury. <laughs> I do remember that, to be honest. Three twenty peas. That would normally be if we'd been cold. Well, you always cold, but... <laughs> but after a day at the beach, you get a nice, long, hot shower. To, like, you needed the extra time to get the sand out. I think that was the main difference. That's yeah. all well and good, but surely you just end up with a massive queue of people if everybody takes a nine-minute shower. That's why there's always a queue at the ladies' shower. Yeah. Box. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and very rarely one at the men's, because quite frankly, three minutes is about a minute and a half longer than you need. Well, um, I can do it in three minutes now, and that's a full hair wash in three minutes. And I do think that is the reason why I'm so quick at getting ready to go places nowadays, because I'm in and out of that shower. Um, my boyfriend's like, did you even shower? Because I'm that quick. Well trained. Mm. <laughs> Military. I know exactly how long it takes to do everything. Presumably it's after the shower that you start faffing. Yes, and then I take like four hours to put my makeup on and decide what I'm going to wear. <laughs> so it is a topic, it's a bit like the peanut butter and marmite discussion of a few mm. weeks ago that does divide people. Is it is it a 20p or is it a 40p? Or dare you risk the wrath of the queue and go for the full nine minutes? Or you spend nothing <laughs> and you well, don't have a shower. That's another one. That is definitely have a happy camper. And if you're listening, you know who you are. Who uh, does tend to avoid the showers. And that's with a week of camping as well. That's not just like a weekend. That is a week of camping and no showers. And probably no clothes changing either. No, but I would imagine you can probably only get so smelly. You know, there is a limit. It's um, which you don't smell any any worse. But... Unless you like fell in a bucket of iced fish. Where have you seen a bucket <laughs> of iced fish? I have been watching a lot of Friends recently, and Joey did that in one of the episodes. So that just came, that popped into my head there. <laughs> that is a way you would be smellier. Are you using Joey as some sort of uh, moral compass? Yes. Yes, I, th- I thought you were. <laughs> the new way of my living now. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people use Jack Bauer. You know, they're in a tricky <laughs> situation, and they say, what would Jack Bauer do? But I guess you're, what would Joey Tribbiani do? And do you know what? The best bit about that is my main options is eat food, watch telly and act a bit dumb. So it's win-win really for me. How is it win-win? Um, most of the time I get to eat food and pretend I don't know what's going on. But you said three things, so surely that's win-win-win. Oh, yes. See where I'm coming from? I do see where you're coming from. <laughs> and that's one of those attributes perfectly defined there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, quite. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yes, very good. We always play a lot of board games. And card games. Yeah. And a few practical jokes thrown in. Oh, we've done Definitely. some great pa- practical jokes over the years. There was one week, wasn't there, where a whole range of ones came out. Brute deodorant. That was quite entertaining. That, that, yes, that was a, a little on the nose, I think. Uh, mm. The Oreo. The Oreo was yes. a great one. Somebody had uh, replaced the cream filling with toothpaste. But not only well. did that, didn't put it at the very top of the packet, put it one down 
so that it didn't look so dodgy when it, it was perfectly out. planned it was perfectly planned and i remember him he picked it out and was like oh it's a bit melted and just yeah. put the whole oh. thing <laughs> in his mouth and this, you could tell like it took a few chews before he realized what was happening yeah. but <laughs> well, your mouth and your brain would have some sort of argument where it's going this is toothpaste don't be stupid it's not toothpaste yeah it's like toothpaste <laughs> Very funny. And of course, hiding, in, hiding in plastic bags, I think you were yeah. going to say. Yeah. yeah, in the bin bag. Oh, you tell that story. It was, again, a perfectly planned and timed incident where someone hid in a bin bag. I can't remember how the story happened, but I think someone gave someone else some rubbish to go put in the bin. And off they trot to the, the bin bag and then popped out. Ah! <laughs> I think Pass they were quite... Yeah. <laughs> They were, there was a massive scream, I think, from what I remember. Yeah. The way she had managed to put herself in the bin bag, it she looked like a bag of rubbish. Like, there was no even assumption that there was a person in there. <laughs> that is not a compliment. No. Well, she doesn't listen, no. does she? Not, not exactly. It's a, yes, not a trick to be tried on people with weak hearts. Let's put it definitely that way, that not. does scare the bejeebus out of people. So mm. definitely not one to uh, to do. But going back to board games, I mean, we've played, and card games, uh, played a lot of cards with pennies, uh, new markets, and various Oh, I raked in on that game last time we played it. I don't know well. how I did it, but I absolutely thrashed everybody. I seem to win almost every single time. And of course, the other really popular one is Perudo. Yes. Which is, uh, if you've not played it, is a Mexican game, I believe. It certainly comes from South America. And it involves uh, a number of dice, a cups, um, slightly loud in the shaking, mm. and a lot of bluffing. Awful a lot. lot of bluffing. And guess and what? very tense as well. When you get to that end bit, yeah. the intensity is high. Absolutely. And getting down to two people with one dice each is... Um, uh, that's... Yeah, pinnacle of tension. It is. And when you roll a one in that situation, you are yes. winning. You're, well, are you? No. Oh, no. Not I necessarily. No. If you roll a one and go first. I think you have to roll one and go second. Or first. No. Well, because you could go one, two, and then they go one, five, and then you two fives. Winner. Yeah, but what if. Oh, yeah, but what if they say two fives and you go. Perudo or Dudu as well. Oh, well, yeah, then you're screwed. And and then they haven't got a five. It's the game, isn't it? It's all a bit. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's if all about you, who you're playing, really. If so. you throw a one, which for those who haven't played the game is a wild dice, so a wild number on the dice, mm. then you have more control. Yeah, you do. Unless the person who speaks first is one six. I think the best part is when you somehow miraculously guess what the other person has especially if it's really high as well yeah anything else that you want to throw in frozen camper i was going to mention what happens when you arrive at the campsite excellent so grumpy sometimes gets a little bit stressed about parking the van (laughs) (laughs) that's not entirely true (laughs) 
So <laughs> Grumpy has just driven for two and a half hours. He probably knows He's a bit grumpy. <laughs> On occasions, he's narrowly had an accident. Um, and then there's an awful lot of fannying around. We've got, no, we won't put it there, we'll put it there, put it there, put it there, put it there. So. <laughs> And, and then there's the going onto the ramps, which nearly burnt the clutch out last time because there was lots of upping and downing. And um, I, and then there's planning on well, Lippy's coming down on next week, so we'll won't be there, we'll be there. And it's just it's just quite, well. Actually, what do you want to do? Is park the van, get your chair out, crack open a cider, and look at the Isle of Wight. Yeah. Maybe that's what you should do next year. Just do it and see what happens. Well, yeah. Give the keys to. The missus be like you park it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not gonna that's not gonna go well at all. And It'll end up you, in the bush down the bottom. It possibly <laughs> just um, like your tent. <laughs> we're not going to mention the tent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I point out that if the van's not level, the fridge doesn't work very well, which is a physics thing apparently, oh. because it's gas and it's absorption rather than condenser. Interesting. Not really. So anyway, so we arrive at the campsite, and then there's some frantic tent putting upping. Yes, and and you've arrived frozen camper with a very small car with almost (laughs) the entire millet store loaded inside. We literally take everything camping. I've never seen so much camping kit come out of such a small car with two people. It is remarkable, absolutely oh. remarkable. It's the trying to get it back in at the end that's the tough bit. <laughs> well, it is, and we have a phrase for that uh, called Lilbing, or load it like Biff, who's a friend of ours who at the end of a camping trip pulls all the shoves pegs it. out, just shoves the whole lot in the back of his Volvo estate and <laughs> drives home, which is probably quite wise if you're going to unpack it and dry it anyway. But um, he does have a slightly uh, well, relaxed view on uh, loading the car at the end of the week <laughs> possibly because he's turned up without any food or cooking equipment whatsoever so uh, does a tent and a sleeping it, bag yeah it does tend to rely on the <laughs> local takeaway rather a lot but, uh, it is a, it is a technique mm. right so any last thoughts on camping then ladies I'm getting too old to sleep on the floor <laughs> oh, t- yes too old quite Other long. Than that. need to buy a caravan or a camper van well, either's good. Obviously, camper vans are much better than caravans, but um, each to their own. That's probably a debate for another day. <laughs> well, it's not really, because camper vans are better than caravans. That's the, that's the end <laughs> of the discussion. What's your opinion on trailer tents? I think they're really cool trailer tents. Yeah, that's not what I was expecting. They're uh, really cool. And yeah. the thing is, they open up and they're enormous. They are, aren't they? Absolutely gigantic. Mm. And you can have some of it open or all of it open. It's... Um, I, I think they're they're brilliant for the space they take up when they're at home, for the space you have and the the comfort you have when camping. I think they're mm. superb. So it'd be quite cool to make one. You know how you see people convert a trailer. Mm. That'd be hard, I reckon. You'd need somebody more with a, than I'd want. Yeah, you need somebody with a sewing machine. I've got one of those. Oh, there you go. I can do the sewing if you guys do the building. Oh, there's a thought. Could be a <laughs> lippy and grumpy. And the frozen camper do making. <laughs> do, do making. Do, do fabrication. <laughs> oh, imagine. Excellent. Well, it's been great to have you, the frozen camper. And uh, we look forward to 
more camping next year and certainly more than we've had this year uh, yeah, yes. so uh, as soon as we're able to i think we ought to have a a little venture out maybe to the new forest maybe not that as soon as we're able to because i feel like that will be like february yeah. that'll be cold it'll be cold yeah it, uh, yeah okay so as soon as we're able to <laughs> and the weather is warm enough so you're perfect complain <laughs> i'm ready you're ready excellent well roll on 2021 it's been an absolute pleasure frozen camper enjoy the rest of your evening thanks for joining us so that's it for this podcast thank you so much for listening i would like to thank our sponsors however we don't have any if you're enjoying our rambling podcast and can spare a few pennies to help with our hosting costs please head over to patreon.com forward slash lippy and grumpy and also leave a good review or a bad one if you have a topic you'd like covered please leave us a message via our website lippyandgrumpy.uk so it's goodbye from me and goodbye from him goodbye <laughs>